We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to News Today with Dr. June Knight as your host on WITB. This is a WATB disclaimer. Good afternoon, Brad. Good afternoon. I want to talk to you a minute because I want to uh, show you a video that somebody sent me about a recruitment video from the Army. And I saw this video and my alarm bells were going off. It is so obvious what is happening right now, Brian. There is definitely a shift that is taking place across the entire globe. I mean, there is no doubt. Wait until you see this video. So we need to pray for all of those that are in the military right now. We really do, Brian. So let's go ahead and let's look at this video here. This is a recruitment video uh, from the military. All right, here we go. of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. 
but she tapped in my family's pride to get her back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class, and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an armor recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone-Lord, and I answered my calling. Oh, so there's a whole series, huh? Well, we may just have to check that out. Okay, let's go ahead. I wanted you to see the entire video. Okay, now we're going to go back to the top and we're going to examine this. Okay, first of all, if you notice the transhumanist graphics that they show in this video. Uh, which they show uh, mixing with the, the cartoon. Okay, so watch how they do this because what they're showing is, is a transformation. A trans, uh, that's what transhumanism is, is transforming where you're half machine and half human. Now, let me tell you what I see about this person. We cannot assume this is a male. Do you hear what I'm saying? We cannot assume that this is a male. Hold on, Miss Sunny. I'm going to make you moderator. Thank you so much. There you go. Uh, we cannot assume that this person is a male. Let me tell you why I say this. Okay, let's look at the bodily features. Okay, see the eyebrows are perfect. See the eyebrows. So, and the makeup, you can see the makeup on there. It could be a female, we don't know. But what they do show is the mixture of the cartoon, which is a, like a transformation of humans into the digital world, the matrix, okay? So let's watch a little bit of this. story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. Now, notice how they said, or this video says, uh, this is your Patriot 
firing a missile system. I also want you to notice, Brian, and I hate to even tell you this, but this is the whole reason I'm doing this video today and not home petting my sweet Rocky, who's asleep under my desk over here being all cute. But anyway, the music that's in this video is the same music, or at least it sounds the same, as Pet I Pet. The pet goat movie, I pet goat or whatever that is. You know, that satanic movie that tells you the... Actually, it tells you like the transhumanist that's coming type of deal. But I will go ahead and turn my fan off so you can hear. In this office, I have to have this fan to give me some airflow going. Okay. All right, so I'm going to play this video, Brad, and I want you to hear the music that's in the video, okay? When they start the cartoon part. Okay, here we go. <laughs> story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense System. Oh, your nation's Patriot. Here in California, with a little girl raised by two moms. Now. Okay. Do you hear that sound? Yeah, the pet goat sound. Now you tell me why our military is playing this in a video pushing this LGBT uh, in this video. Do you hear what I'm saying? And people think our country is going to have a revival. This is sick bride these are the same people that have partnered with president trump in the operation warp speed that is a part of this agenda of the jab but this is another fruit of all of our administrations having to do with pushing the lgbt agenda why because they're pushing it through the UN. So do you hear the music from the iPet goat or whatever they saw it? Huh, Regina, it's a good one. Sick on a stick. That is a good one. Oh, good point, Gail. That first guy, she goes, was that a male or a hybrid? Good one. Oh, well, it's nice to meet you, Miss Debbie. I've got a new follower. She says she just started watching from Virginia. Well, welcome, welcome. Okay, so here we go. All right, so here we go. Let's let's finish this. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, 
played violin. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet. Eventually, look at that. Tapped into my family's pride. She got healed because she tapped into the family's pride. I mean, just... What a farce. And both of them, the man and the woman, are both in white wedding dresses. Whew. This is hard to watch for sure. Hard to watch. Getting at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an armor recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. What calls you? Let's check this out. GoArmy.com forward slash the calling. Let's see what shenanigans they got over there. GoArmy.com forward slash the, there it is, the calling. Okay. What are they calling the calling? See how five young Americans made the most important decision of their lives for reasons as diverse as they are. Oh, each of them have a story. That's how they're doing this. Hmm. Look at that soldier right there looking like a robot. Well, I'm telling you, this is very sad um, that this is happening to our country and that they have gotten that low that they have to play that type of music in there from I Pet Goat. Crazy. All right, now... I want to show you this guy, okay? I don't know this guy, okay? I'm going to tell you up front. Don't be all mad at me if he doesn't believe exactly the way I do or the way you do. You see what I mean? But I was watching this guy's video, and I was like, what? This guy is phenomenal at his understanding of what's happening right now. Now, here's the thing I'm going to tell you right now, Brad. 
you need to all of you moderators make sure you keep the room in check for a little while you need to pay attention because they may take this this one down this guy's understanding of what is happening right now i'm talking about i'm talking about spiritually so i'm not even sure if i can put this one i don't think i can put this one on my tv one but he has it on his video this may get flagged due to the subject What are you? That devil is a liar. What the world? Oh, I say, whew, I thought my battery was dying. I was like, what the world? All right. So, uh, are you ready to get started? You need to ready yourself and really pay attention, Bride. Because this guy has... Now, hey, this is just his opinion. Don't get mad at me. Don't hold this against my ministry, what he's about to say. But I want you to see this because I can totally see it. I haven't heard all of it, so I can't say I can vouch for all of it. But just what you hear in the beginning is going to cause you to pause, Brian. Okay, so uh, let me just pray over everybody real quick. Lord, I pray over the bride today. As they listen to this man's understanding of what's happening right now, I come against any oppression and depression that would try to come on them based upon previous actions they may have taken. I pray you fill them with peace, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that uh, you be with this broadcast and everybody involved. And thank you, Lord, for uh, teaching us and preparing us for what's coming. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bride. Now, I really, I'm just going to tell you, okay? I think he's from Africa. I'm not sure, but the way he talks, I think he is. But uh, they have a keen understanding of demons and stuff like that. Okay? So, because my mom's pastor was from Nigeria. He's a pastor in Nashville. And uh, he's really good. Okay? So, I want everybody to pay attention. I'm going to try to make sure I've got it loud enough here. All right, here we go. I'm a wartime president. It's a war. It's a war. Different kind of war than we've ever had. I'm to see even the smallest comfort in reason. All logic for events as catastrophic as these. But a virus doesn't choose a time or place. It doesn't hate or even care. It just happens. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. What he said, Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, 
and Christ. Okay, now that I got the words up on the screen, I'll start it over. Okay, so I know it shows a couple of, uh, you know, terrible things. Uh, but he has a point, so don't give up on him yet. He has a point for the reason he's showing you this. Yeah, the plague. Okay, so here we go. It's a war. It's a war, different kind of war that we've ever had. nature to see even the smallest comfort in reason or logic for events as catastrophic as these. But a virus doesn't choose a time or place. It doesn't hate or even care. It just happens. Health officials here are warning that But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Do you notice how we hear the word pandemic? Do you notice how we are told over and over again that we are living in a pandemic? But yet, when you look around you, what do you see? Do you see a world that looks like it's in a pandemic? Or does the pandemic only exist on the news and on television? Because when I look around myself, I ask the question, where is the pandemic? And I know that many of you can testify the same thing, that people around you are still concerned with their bling blings. They're still concerned with driving fancy cars. What I'm seeing is that people have been having spring fever here in Canada. Many people are pulling out their fancy vehicles driving luxurious vehicles, and all of this during a pandemic? Question, where is the pandemic that we are being told that we're living in? I want this message to inform you that a true pandemic is coming. The whole world is being prepared for this pandemic. They must prepare you by telling you that you're living in a pandemic, though there is no pandemic. Because then when the real pandemic happens, you would have already been preconditioned to meet the demands of what a pandemic or a crisis is going to demand of you. And the fact that people are living their lives as though there's no danger looming on the horizon, the fact that they are relaxing and just accepting the stipulations of their quote-unquote new norms and adjusting themselves mentally and physically and spiritually to these new stipulations that alone should tell you that people are being boiled even as frogs are being boiled alive pause concerns. pause that's exactly what i put in my book i said it is like they are being as a frog boiled in a pot that is what's happening.
They are being deceived. They are being lied to and they are swallowing it. And what is sad, Brad, we've talked about this before. What is sad is the fact that all these ministers out here are preaching like nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. This guy is telling you the absolute truth. They are still worried about their money. Even the prosperity gospel, it doesn't it didn't cause them to repent. Do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't <laughs> Lucinda, that's a good one. She goes, it exists only on the news. Through the media, yeah, you know why? Because the media is the mouthpiece of the beast. I told you that. So here's the question. Do you suppose it could be the green horse of pestilence that is talked about? The real disease and pandemics is prophesied in Revelation where two-thirds will die. Well, I believe, now of course it's just my opinion, and I know we all have different opinions, you know. I'm trying to stay very humble so I don't just come across like I know everything. Of course, I have my theory, but my theory uh, is that we are in the second seal, which is the very, very beginning. We're in the first year of the pandemic. It either could, I mean, not the pandemic, but the um, tribulation. So it could have started. Uh-oh, I think I've been booted off of Facebook. Am I still live on Facebook? Can y'all see me? I may have been booted all the way across. Am I still on YouTube? Hey, Lynette, we are at the beginning. Lynette, we are at the beginning. I think Facebook booted me off. Oh, okay, I see one on the WA. Oh, it's only my Dr. June Knight page. Y'all that are watching on Facebook, will you let me know uh, by writing a comment if I'm still live? Because it looks like they booted me across all of them. But I am still, okay, I am still live. I guess I'm I'm only alive on YouTube because Facebook just booted it. See, I told you, Brad. I don't think I'll be able to put this one out there on the, the TV channel. Because they do not want what this man has to say. Yep, there it is. Your video's been blocked. Let me see why they blocked it. Well, they blocked it. Well, hopefully they'll come on over to YouTube. Okay. So what I was saying, though, question, you know, answering that woman's question is, uh, I believe we're in the second seal, but we are about to go to the third seal, which is famine. Okay. So, um, 
there's my answer to that one. Okay, so here we go. I know that was fast for them to boot me that fast. I know it. Okay, but at least we have this one still going and we're still on Vimeo. So that's a blessing. So let's try to get through this before they boot us all. You ready? But what he's trying to say, though, is, uh, hey, I'll tell you what I can do on Facebook. I will put this link on there for everybody. That way, since they got booted off there, they can come over here with y'all. Y'all will get a bunch of people in here. Watch on YouTube. All right, let me tell them over here. Can you believe they booted me that fast? Okay, so here we go. All right, so at least they can come over here and join us. Okay, so, uh, but what I was saying, though, is this guy... He is saying that these people are acting like nothing is happening. And that is true, Brad. They're still doing their entrepreneurship, uh, uh, not prophecies, but the, um, you know, their conferences about entrepreneurship and their uh, stuff that they're doing, you know, just they just don't talk about any suffering. They don't talk about anything that's happening today. And so I think that's what this guy is talking about, how they're not even paying attention. Okay, so let's go ahead uh, and listen here. All right, y'all, I'm telling you, don't get off on prepping. Let's pay attention because this may get booted. All right, y'all can talk about all that in the uh, Discord room. Okay, so here we go. Revolving around the vaccines for coronavirus, it's I'll rewind it just a tad. New stipulations that alone should tell you that people are being boiled, even as frogs are being boiled alive. With the rising concerns revolving around the vaccines for coronavirus, it seems that people are being pressed more and more, and the peer pressure is beginning to settle in. And See it? once professed to have their faith in God, they will not yield to him. Now they are being pressured to take this abomination of a vaccine. And all right, pause. Pause. I'm asking you all not to be talking about prepping, please. We've got to stay focused on this. This is too important. You can do all of your chatting and talking in the uh, discord room. Now, going back to what the video is saying, he is saying, actually, I'm just going to rewind it. I don't want to have to address the room again. I need you monitors to stay on top of this. 
Okay, so I know now what he's saying. What he's saying is people are being pressured. The church that's trying to hold out is really being pressured right now. So let's listen to him, okay? And adjusting themselves mentally and physically and spiritually to these new stipulations, that alone should tell you that people are being boiled, even as frogs are being boiled alive. With the rising concerns revolving around the vaccines for coronavirus, it seems that people are being pressed more and more, and the peer pressure is beginning to settle in. And those who once professed to have their faith in God, they will not yield to Him. Now they are being pressured to take this abomination of a vaccine, and now they are beginning to compromise, saying, Surely the Lord will understand if I take this vaccine. With the way that the world is heading, there is no doubt in my mind, and there should be no doubt in anyone's mind. My friends, do you not see that the temperature now is being turned up? Yes. The temperature is being turned up. The temperature is rising. And while the temperature is rising and being gradually turned up, people are conditioning themselves and are accepting that the temperature is, is rising. And now they are trying to do whatever they can to adjust themselves to that boiling temperature. You see, the coronavirus the so-called COVID that we're seeing right now that is happening. This is bringing a test upon all of God's people. The test that is testing the people of God, the test of faith has begun. But people are still waiting for the true test of faith to begin at a later time. Friends, you are being tested even now. Pause. They've Pause. Pause. This guy has an excellent point. People are waiting to be tested later because they think the rapture has to happen first and then they have to suffer later. And that is what he's saying. People are thinking later. Um, but it's actually happening right now. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and please hear what he's got to say. Things happening in the world today are already beginning to shake people out of their faith. Because now the question is, do you truly believe that Jesus is the great physician? That is a question. Oh! You see, what's going to separate the remnant of the Almighty from everybody else is that they are going to start to cut themselves away from the systems of Babylon. I believe that to come out of Babylon means that we must not be putting our trust now into the physicians of the world. No. We are not to be putting our faith and our trust into the things that are offered by the Babylonians. But rather now we are to step out of it. And we are to unlearn the things that we have learned from Babylon. And we are to now re-educate ourselves concerning the truth of our Father who is in heaven. See, my friends, there are many people who, are, who believe that the, that the time of trouble or a tribulation is going to begin. But let me assure you Listen to this. that we have already begun the time of trouble. The world has already begun. 
has already entered in to the phase of the of the time of tribulation. It has already begun. The little time of trouble, we are in the time of the little time of trouble right now. That's right. That being said, on whose grounds are you standing upon? The coronavirus that we are seeing right now, it's not the virus that is the main concern. No. Let me explain to you what the coronavirus is. You see, my friends, the best, the greatest business, all right, the greatest business that has ever existed in the history of mankind has always been and shall forever remain war. War is the best business that has ever been known in the face of humanity. Without war, nations would have little, little to no gain. But with war, they are able to collect the spoils and the goods of all their, their, of all their adversaries. Those who contended against them, they will go and collect their spoils. War has always been a very profitable business. I'm a wartime president. It's a war. It's a war. Different kind of war than we've ever had. I want to say that I know that this is a challenging time for all Americans. We're enduring a great national trial, and we will prove that we can meet the moment. I want to assure the American people that we're doing everything we can each day to confront and ultimately defeat this horrible, invisible enemy. We're at war. In a true sense, we're at war. And we're fighting an invisible enemy. Think of that. We're working urgently with Congress on legislation to support the millions of workers, small businesses, and industries who've been hit hard by the virus through no fault of their own. Our goal is to get relief to Americans as quickly as possible so that families can get by and Small businesses can keep workers on the payroll. It's now attacking. The enemy is attacking 144 countries at this moment. 144, that's unthinkable. It's never been anything like this. And it's vicious. This video, my friends, is about to get really controversial. And I'm going to give you all a heads up. I'm going to give you just only a little bit, but not too much. Why? Because YouTube is threatening to remove these kinds of videos. This will not last on YouTube for long. It surely will be blocked. So here is the plan that I'm going to inform all of you of what I'm doing. The full controversial video that will show you everything about the vaccines, the damages that it's doing to people, and more that explains and breaks down the war that we're in against the invisible enemy called coronavirus. That information I'm going to give you the link in the video description box or it will be pinned in the comment section. Or you can go to my website. Go to www.thecontroversy7.ca. This is the oh, that's Canada. to go and see the full video that does not hold back. YouTube will block the video and will flag my channel immediately. Immediately. That being said, let me give you now a small taste of what we are dealing with. You remember how President Trump said that we are at war against an invisible enemy. And he said that this is a war like no other. Why? Because this thing is affecting the whole world. Everybody is affected by it. What war is that? Coronavirus. 
you see, my friends, coronavirus is simply an economic warfare. Yes. Why? Because when you examine what coronavirus is doing, coronavirus is making a war against the middle class. It's making a war against the people, not against the elite, but it makes a war against the people, the common people, such as you and I, the middle class. Coronavirus is wiping them out. Why? If we are fighting against an invisible enemy, then that means that we should have allies on our side. That means that the government should be our allies and that we should be able to fight together this common enemy. After all, they say we're in this together, correct? However, the way it seems, my friends, is this. Coronavirus is destroying us, destroying the regular people, while it is making the elite more richer uh -huh. than ever before. Remember, war is the most successful business in the history of mankind. That being said, those who declare the war, they often are the ones who end up profiting from it. Now, I'm about to say some things which will flag this video. So I'm not going to say it in this video because this is the YouTube version. You want to see the real full version, you gotta go to my website, www.thecontroversy7.ca. What I will say, is that Bill Gates is a guilty man. These men who are acting as though they are the source of knowledge and experts in everything, who want us just to blindly follow them without questioning them. These wicked men, their characters are being revealed. Do not buy in to this narrative that mainstream is giving to you. The prophets of Baal, they have lost the battle. The priests of Baal, they have lost the fight. Friends, we are here where the final end of the great controversy, the climax of it has come, but we are also seeing the conclusion of everything. It seems as though things are just getting worse and worse and worse. But let me assure you that day is coming. You see, while things may be shaking, while the world might be falling apart, we are not to be keeping our eyes on the world falling apart anymore. This is a time, an hour of solemn declaration that we are to declare even a solemn assembly unto our Father who is in heaven. And when we declare a solemn assembly, we are to, to do one thing, and that is to do self-examination. Self-examination must take place even now at this very hour. Self-examination is what we must be doing. And we must become at enmity with sin. We are to hate sin and despise it. We are to cut off anything that has to do with sin from our lives. See, that's the thing. I agree with him about this is a time to examine ourselves because this is why we're fasting. This is why we're fasting. Because we know that we have to get right with God right now. We need to, Brian, I, we all know something terrible, diabolical, horrible is on the other side of this. Like very soon. Yes, amen, Sonny. He is coming back after a bribe without spot and wrinkle. So he's telling us, 
that we have got to deal with the sin that's in our life. This is why we're fasting. Because God wants us uh, healed. And actually, have y'all caught on to what he said? You know, I haven't looked at his website or anything yet, you know. Uh, but what he's saying is, is how everything that's happening right now is such a delusion. It is such a delusion that's happening right now because the false church who was with President Trump, who are all the prosperity people, they're the ones, remember, that was pushing Kanye West and all that stuff, and they're the ones that sold us down the road, you know, in the church and put us underneath the Catholic Church, them same people, okay? They are the ones trying to tell everybody, along with their networks of people they're connected to all across the world, that we are not in tribulation. Bride, there is no way you could dispute that we are. This is everything we always knew growing up. I mean, it is scary when you think about it. I mean, you know, if we really just sat down and looked at it like, oh man, we're really here. I think about this sometimes about my prayer life. You know, which is why I'm really glad we're fasting because there's a lot of things that need to get better in my life. You know what I'm saying? But we're really here. I mean, this has got to sink in, Brad, that we're here and we are seeing the great falling away. We are seeing people that you would never think that would turn their back on God that are doing it right now. And they're acting like nothing is happening. And I'm going to tell you, we have beautiful weather, you know, and people are out partying like it is 1999. I mean, they feel like they are free right now. And I, I watch them and I just want to cry for them. Because I'm like, you have no idea what is around the corner. And I feel so sorry for you. But what this guy said is that God loves us enough to warn us and to prepare us and to have us prepare our house and get ready for this. And remember, Brian, we've talked about this a lot, you know, where I said, uh, we need to get ready for all these people that are being duped because yes, tender. Oh man. Eating, drinking and giving in marriage like nothing's going on. That's right. Well, what I was saying is that right here in the last days, we need to be the ones when these people come crying to us after they realize what they have done, we need to be there for them to help them uh, in whatever way we can, you know. And we're just going to have to have wisdom from God. And we definitely need to examine ourselves and see how, what is it? Let's just all pray right now. Let's just all pray right now. Everybody bow your head. Lord, we thank you for this gentleman given the warning to your church, Lord. 
And we all pray right now in unison, Lord, before the throne. And we ask you to examine our hearts today. Reveal to us where we need to change, not looking at others, but where we need to change. How do we need to get prepared? What do we need to do? What actions do we need to take? We need your guidance. We need your wisdom. Lord, we know the hour that we're in, and we don't want to miss this moment. We do not want to be deceived. We want to be used by you, Lord, in the last days. So speak to our hearts. And Lord, also give us courage to do what we need to do to make things right. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Brad, so uh, let's go ahead and listen a little bit more. Uh, we will look at his website and see what it is that he's doing, but I wanted you to listen to him because I think uh, he is pretty much right on it. All right, so let's listen a little bit more here. That's what we must be doing. Friends, we are at the brink of the fall of society. But while we are here at this point, instead of examining ourselves, we are too busy getting distracted. Right. Playing around fooling around messing around as though we are old tomorrow one way or another right you are not old tomorrow the time that we're in requires self-examination self-reflection we must look i'm not saying this just for you guys i'm saying this for myself also this applies to me it applies to my family, to my whole family. All of us must examine ourselves now. And if there be any blemish, if there be any gall in our mouth, that needs to be blotted out. The characteristics of the 144,000, God's last day army, is saints in the last days. Listen to what it says in the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 14, here's what the Bible says. Beginning from verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harps, harping with their harps. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no God, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Friends, that is what the word of God has spoken. We 
you need to strive to be in that number no matter what. But make sure you understand that these are they who have passed through great tribulation. These are the same number of people described in Revelation chapter 7 who go through the time of trouble. Okay, I disagree with that theology. I believe that the 144,000 is the actual Jews. I believe they're Jews. But I believe that, <clears throat> that they come the second half of tribulation. I've already talked about all that, but I agree with what this guy is saying about the whole scenario up until this, and it's okay. Everybody has their different beliefs. Okay, so uh, what do you think about this, Brad? What do you think? Oh, I tried. We was going to check out his website, wasn't we? All right. What is it? The Great Controversy? What's the website? The Controversy7.ca. Okay. Is that it? Is it called the controversy? Yes, I agree, Rhonda. It is. It's going to be the Jews of the original 12 tribes. Well, maybe it's on his YouTube channel. Oh, here it is, right here. Okay. All right, let's check out his website. Okay. TC7, okay. Africa mission updates, your video requests, video soundtracks, okay. Group chat about the truth of Yahweh Elohim. Oh, Lord. What faith is this guy? Oh, look what this woman wrote. These I love reading comments sometimes. You learn a lot. Oh, no. Maybe he's a Seventh-day Adventist because they refer to the Great Controversy. Oh, no. I don't either, Winter. Wearing sackcloth, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I don't know the guy, but... Let's do a little research here. Oh, but anyways, what I was saying about this person commenting is they said uh, these jabs are meant to destroy the image of God. Um, which is probably true.
Okay, so let's see what what religion is he. Biography. Let this be no more a mystery. My name is Emmanuel Lokonga. I was born and raised in South Sudan. Okay, so I was right about the Africa deal. All right. I'm the seventh child born to my mother. Okay, well, let's get on down to your beliefs here. I was born in a Catholic home. My parents were Catholics at the time. But this all changed when we moved to Uganda. When God revealed his truth to us by sending... It is seventh day, Christ. Y'all was right. Oh, man. Oh. He is seventh day of Venice. Oh, man. I just pray his eyes get opened. Lord, open his eyes. Uh, so they believe, apparently, they believe a lot about the end of times. I mean, they understand the, a lot. But what gets them is after that. Oh, man. So that's why they call themselves the remnant seed. The end time message of the soon coming of the Lord Jesus must be carried out to the four corners of the earth. So that's why controversy. Thank you. That was good that you uh, saw this about the word controversy. All right, let's uh, let's see. Let's look at what do Seventh Day of Venice believe? Okay. The 10 minute Bible hour. Why I'm no longer Seventh Day? I was wrong, wrong. No, we don't want to hear from an atheist either. No, thank you from an atheist. Seventh Day Adventist exposed. By biblical theology, believe, is Jesus the Archangel Michael? How should evangelicals view Seventh-day Adventism? Hey, here's from their own church. You ready? Let's hear what their own church has to say about what they believe. That way he won't say that I watched some crazy thing. Okay, so let's go ahead and see. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week um, ANN In-Depth. We are so happy to have Sam with us. And also, we have our guest, Frank Hassel, who we will meet in just a second. He is from the Biblical Research Institute. And we are going to be talking about our beliefs, the fundamental beliefs of who Seventh-day Adventists are. We are of the Seventh-day Adventist denomination. We have 28 sort of core beliefs that we sort of think are important and related to the Bible. Um, well, they are related to the Bible, and you will see that in this conversation. Sam, what did you think about our conversation today? You know, I love Frank. He is mm -hmm. this this incredible combination between, on the one hand, he's Dr. Frank Hansel, you know, German, precise, incredible theology. You know, it, it's absolutely fantastic from that clinical perspective. But then he is also a great pastor. Yeah. He cares for people deeply. And at the same time, he has this way of articulating truth that you just want to sit and listen to him teach for hours. No way, yeah, Sherry. Wow. All right. We don't want all this. We just want it short and sweet. What do you believe? <laughs> Give it to us by bullet points for heavens. I learned it in college, but I can't remember. Why I left the church, President Seventh-day Adventist, I right. A brief history of the seventh day Adventist in three minutes. Here we go. After Jesus returned to heaven, his disciples remained with the awesome task of taking the gospel to the whole world. Filled with the Holy Spirit, these men and women proclaimed the message they had received with boldness and power, reaching out to all corners of the then known world. But it was not without great opposition, first from the Jews, then from the Roman state. Many Christians were faithful to the point of death, suffering torture and humiliation from cheering onlookers at the Circus Maximus in Colosseum in Rome and throughout the empire. However, the blood of the martyrs only paved the way for the further spread of the gospel. After years of persecution by the Roman emperors, one of them, Constantine, professed conversion to Christianity in 312 AD. Now Christianity became popular, but it resulted in many pagan practices and symbols entering the church, particularly in Rome. The Bishop of Rome assumed more and more power and authority and began to oppose and oppress all who recognized Jesus alone as the head of the church. Oh, now, okay, thank you, Annie. Yes, now I know who these people are. Okay, they're the ones, they are flooding the internet. Wow. They are flooding um, YouTube with videos trying to convince people that the mark of the beast is Sunday law. That's right, Anna. I forgot about that. Okay, I'm just going to read some of y'all's comments. Go to Adventist taking the vaccine videos everywhere. What do you mean go to that? They have a second book by their prophetess E.G. White, who also kept getting the date of the return wrong. I was in that at one point. Okay. So they believe in the universal God doctrine? 
The reason it's called the Great Controversy is because of the Great Controversy by Ellen G. White. Seventh Day Adventist and Yes, based on the end of times. Take the true parts and leave the false. Well, this is this is where Seventh Day Adventists are pro-choice. Their doctors perform abortions in their Potomac Hospital in Maryland. Man, on you on YouTube, they have videos of them taking the shot in their Adventist logo scrubs on, of church. Wow. Well. This guy right here, isn't he Seventh Day Adventist? Uh, he does. They're, I know they're trying to make it cool. Well, hey, he, everyone. Um, this is definitely a video that I. He does the beat. His name is Alan Parr. I've never studied the Bible, to be very honest with you. The words on the page just weren't impactful or didn't make sense. Um, I directly going to apply this to my But he is something like that. He's some... Um, but they do it very discreetly, very... Uh, let's check out his website here. Equipping believers with the tools, training, teaching to live Christian life. Unlock your purpose, improve your spiritual life. But he's something like that. He is um, Seventh Day of Venice, something like that. All right, let's see his about. Statement of faith. Here we go. We profess faith in Jesus Christ alone. Take a moment and review our beliefs. The Holy Scriptures. The Godhead. The person and work of the Lord Jesus. Okay, the Holy Spirit. Huh! So he obviously doesn't believe in tongues. The personality of Satan. We believe that Satan, the devil, is the prince of demons and the declared adversary of God and man. However... When the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross, he limited the power of the devil and guaranteed the ultimate triumph of God. What? What a farce. We believe that no one can enter the kingdom of God unless born again spiritually and that the new birth of the believer comes only through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the Son of God. We believe also that our redemption has been accomplished by the grace of God and unmerited gift given in God and not the result of any human works, okay? We believe the explicit message of our Lord Jesus Christ to those whom he has saved to make Christ known to the whole world and that this is the purpose of the church through individuals within it. We believe that a future period of great tribulation on earth will be climaxed by the return of the Lord Jesus to the earth. As he went in person in the clouds with power and great glory to establish. But prior to this tribulation, we believe there will be the coming of the Lord Jesus in there. He believes in the rapture. Wow. So he believes in the rapture. See how they word things. Does the Seventh-day Adventist believe in the rapture? Well, obviously not if this guy is telling us we're in tribulation. I agree, Mrs. J. I know, Rhonda. A lot of them are very kind. What? Listen to this. The eternal state. We believe that at death, the spirits and souls of those who have trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation pass immediately into his presence and there remain in conscience bliss until the resurrection of the glorified body when Christ comes for his own, whereupon soul and body reunited. So you might as well just say you believe in purgatory. They believe they're the only ones raptured. Yeah, but don't that sound like they believe in purgatory to you? All right, let's see here. Alan Parr. There he is. He is a certified walk through the Old Testament faculty member with Proclaiming the Word Ministries. He is licensed and ordained minister and has been teaching the Bible for 20 years. He graduated from Dallas Theological Seminary with a Master of Theology degree. With an emphasis on pastoral leadership, he is also a certified instructor for Walk Through the Bible. He's the founder of The Beat an online Bible teaching ministry that publishes videos that reach thousands of weekly viewers worldwide. He's also the author of two e-books and has a weekly blog on alanparr.com. He has a passion for helping people. 
Oh, he resides in McKinney, Texas. What is their faith, though? Why don't they just come out and say it? The newest addition to the ministry is life coaching. Boy, they've been doing that uh, in NAR really bad. I told you that. Well, besides them having UN blue colors, the thing is, a lot of them that are Seventh-day Adventists and stuff, they are slick about not telling you uh, that they are Seventh-day Adventist. Yeah, they, uh, they believe they're the true church. Oh, he's Reformed Baptist? DTS EDU, what is that? Dallas Theological, okay. Boy, look at their logo. What kind of school is this, Dallas Theological? Let's find out what their religion is. You know, a lot of Catholic-looking pictures, don't they? The Church of the Modern Era. Well, it's not easy to find, is it? It's causing me to have to do some serious research. Okay, the course description of eschatology, that has recently changed as well. A study of eschatology, the doctrine of the consummation of God's plan of redemption, including major themes in eschatology and the order of predicted events, themes and timeline as well. 
The course will include a review of the biblical creation redemption narrative with an opportunity for a synthetic capsule summary of Christian doctrine. So you have the required reading. Uh, also, elected reading, those are suggested. I suggest that you only purchase <laughs> the ones that you'll be reading for your track when we get to it, unless you want an excuse to just build your library with a bunch of good resources, um, then buy everything in that, that section. I know, uh, Sherry. I have a very selective uh, supplementary bibliography, and I don't really bother to update it too frequently because most of the resources, books and things that you have, will have recommended bibliographies in them as well. And so I would just say use use those, but others recommend along the way. So let's look at the requirements. So reading assignments, you're going to be doing the general reading as well as the selected reading. In the general reading, you'll read the second part of um, Exploring Christian Theology. You'll be reading that basically right away. It's sort of a primer and overview of the subject of eschatology, primary passages, uh, the basic narrative of eschatology, how it fits in. Uh, practical implications, etc. You you are reading parts of those books as very brief, old, basic overview primers for each of the ST one hundred and one to one hundred and six uh, courses. Anyway, so you should already have that if you had one hundred and five already in the, in the last couple of years. Uh, I have my course notes. They are uh, posted online for the Canvas site for this this course. They are also going to be in the process of being updated, but they're close enough to what you're going to be seeing in the presentations for you to use them and follow along with them. I will probably also be posting my um, updated presentation slides as well, so if you want those uh, for consulting later, um, you'll be able to access those as well on Canvas. You'll be reading Millard Erickson, A Basic Guide to Eschatology. He is uh, kind of, you know, he's a, he's a Orthodox Protestant Evangelical. He is not a Premillennial, well, he's premillennial, but he's not a dispensational premillennialist or pre-cribber, but he's pretty fair and even-handed as he's presenting different perspectives and views on things. So uh, it's also very small, 160 pages. Then you'll be, uh, sorry, 204 pages. Then you'll be reading books of the Bible. And all of my ST classes, I think reading books of the Bible is important. I know that you have read or will be reading these same books in your BE classes, but I want you to read through them one time uh, for this course itself. That way, when we come together and we're talking about these things, it'll it'll be fresh in your mind again. So Daniel, these are eschatology-related books. Daniel, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, and Revelation. Uh, Irenaeus of Leon and Augustine of Hippo you'll be reading uh, against Heresies, Book 5. Please note carefully chapters 20 through 36 of Book 5 of Against Heresies only. Don't read all of against hair. You can, but don't come crying to me when you say, I read too much. <laughs> uh, books one through five, and then basically half. I spent way too much time on this man, but the point is, is that uh, he's been whatever. Okay, so. Well, I hate that about this guy, but still, his points that he made in the beginning was absolutely right, Brian about the tribulation time and about how we need to be prepared and how um you know how the church is being duped and deceived right now so uh 
That's all I have for you right now, Bride. I just wanted you to see this. We, uh, we're going to see a lot of stuff over the years. But I'm going to get off and go home and relax with Rocky tonight, okay? So I will talk to you later, Brad. God. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God's serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride, Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation, days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American Quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Judy's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com.